Well, it's starting to feel like football season when that Big 12 schedule comes out for the 2024 year. What's up, everybody? I'm Pete Mundo. Heartland College Sports is how you find us and where you find us covering the Big 12. And I know it's January. I don't care. I've got a football schedule to look at. All right. Not just a non-con. I've got a Big 12 football schedule to look at, to break down. And to talk about with you. Thanks for being here on the show. Whether you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. That way you never miss a show. Of course, also, if you are on uh, the podcast, we appreciate you being here and our radio affiliates as well. Make sure you're subscribed to us wherever you are getting your Big 12 content. So the schedule is out. And there's no doubt without an Oklahoma, without a Texas, it looks different. Plus, you've got schools that we would all look at as Pac-12 schools in the mix with Colorado, the Arizonas, and Utah. But I'm excited. I mean, I'm I'm looking at this schedule. I'm looking up and down um, these Big 12 games, and I'm saying to myself, okay, I don't know who's worth a damn. I mean, I think I know who's good, but this is going to be by far the most entertaining conference in America. And it's not going to be close. Now, as I was looking through the Big 12 schedule, a few things really stood out to me. Um, first off, rivalry week. There is no real rivalry week for the Big 12. And the Big 12 had an opportunity to build its own rivalry week. I Listen, I know it's, it's not going to be what we're getting with the SEC or the Big 10. You're not going to duplicate... Ohio State, Michigan, but you don't have to. Like, could we have a rivalry week that, let's say, features TCU Baylor? Could we get the Holy War during rivalry week? Utah BYU. Could we get KUK State during that rivalry week? Why not just go up against it and see what we can do and see what this conference is made up during rivalry week. I mean, let's create our own rivalry week and just go up against the SEC and the Big Ten. I, that's to me that last week, week 14, is when college football traditionally puts its rivalry games. And it's fun for the fans. I know the Big 12 is thinking in part about its media partners, and I get it. I, I understand it. The end game is to create as much... A value for the media partners as they can. And the media partners are probably saying, hey, we are loaded up that final weekend. We don't want you guys putting your best games there because we've got Alabama-Auburn. We've got Ohio State-Michigan. So we don't necessarily want to put your games there as well. Okay. I mean, if that's what ESPN and Fox wanted, you got to acquiesce to some degree. But I'm just saying, you know, the old school college football fan in me still would love to see the Big 12 just go with rivalry week in the last week of the regular season. They chose not to. Um, meantime, you look at the schedule as well, and everyone's got two buys. Season starts on August 31st. It runs through November 30th. And then you got the championship game on December 7th. Everyone's got two buys, but the buys are stacked strangely. Now, I know it's tough to put together these schedules, but let me give you an example here. UCF has a bye week in week four, September 21st, and then a bye week, November 16th. So 
you're talking about basically two months between your bye weeks. Okay. You might say that's pretty good. Well, let's look at Kansas. Kansas has two bye weeks in the span of four weeks, October 12th and November 2nd. So you have UCF with their two bye weeks differentiated by two months. Kansas is, is differentiated by four weeks. They've got a game. They go to Arizona State, they come back for a bye, they host Houston, they go to K-State, and then they got another bye. So that's four weeks where they don't have to leave the state and they've got two byes. That is a lot of rest. And by the way, then they welcome in Iowa State after that second bye. So that's really a, a five-week stretch where Kansas has two byes, three games, and doesn't have to leave the state. That's a great stretch for the Kansas Jayhawks who are going to be in the mix for a big 12 title this year. And then they end the season at BYU home to Colorado and at Baylor, not the toughest stretch you can have. I mean, BYU in November is going to be dicey, but still um, Kansas has itself a schedule that sets them up very well to be in contention come the end of the year. Now I was looking at Utah. Utah didn't get a welcome to the big 12 break. That's for damn sure. So Utah still has to play Baylor in a non-conference game. So Utah is playing 10 Big 12 games. They had Baylor scheduled as a non-con. They have kept them as a non-con in week two. Remember, they played this past season. Um, and then they've got, of course, the non-conference games. So Utah, I, they open up and they've got at Oklahoma State and then home to Arizona. Right out of the gates, I'm looking at that, and that is the toughest one-two punch to open up a season for any team in this league. And it's not all that close. You got to go to Stillwater in the Big 12 title game last year. And then you got to host Arizona, a team that I know they lost their head coach, but they got all their talent, a lot of their talent coming back. And they're still going to find themselves in the mix, I believe, for a Big 12 title run come the end of the season. So Utah got no favors as they open up Big 12 play. So it was like, all right, Utah, welcome to the Big 12. You guys have been ragging on the conference. Uh, let's see how you do here going forward and how much you really like this. But that was a, um, I don't want to call it a surprise, but it was a, this is real. <laughs> welcome in. Let's see how much you like it. All right. Uh, so that stood out to me as well. And as I looked broadly at, at this schedule, and our own Brian Clinton wrote about this, Someone in the Big 12 scheduling department likes Joey McGuire and likes Texas Tech. Tech will play four of its first five games in Lubbock, giving them the only stretch in the entire Big 12 where they'll play three consecutive home games. They're the only ones. So they take on Abilene week one. Then they go to Washington State. They return. They face North Texas at home. And then... Arizona State and Cincinnati also at home before having to leave again. So that is a nice break if you are a Texas Tech fan and you're looking at the opening stretch here for a Red Raiders team trying to get itself back into the conversation. And you've got four of your first five games at home. You get a bye in mid-October. To me, that's the perfect time for the bye week. The earliest bye weeks, Iowa State week three and then Arizona and UCF week four, I don't want my bye weeks till October. I think those first three, four weeks, you're just kind of feeling yourself out. Remember, there's no preseason like the NFL. You're getting right into your games. You're getting right into your routine for game week. 
And I would rather have my bye weeks set up in early October and let's say early to mid-November if I was a head coach for any of these programs. So like I look at Kansas State. Kansas State has the perfect bye week set up. They've got a bye week on October 5th after they play Oklahoma State at home before they go to Colorado. And then they have another bye week on November 9th after they travel to Houston before they host Arizona State. I mean, you can't ask for it better than that if you're um, Chris Kleiman. I mean, that is the perfect breakdown. First half, first third, really, of October, first third of November, and then you keep this thing rolling through the end of the regular season. I I just, uh, that is exactly the setup I would want if I was a head coach trying to break down these schedules and figure out this whole thing. So it is um, a heck of a lot of fun to already start looking at this. Now, one of the surprises, not as many midweek games as we maybe expected. There are 13 potential midweek games. That means games on Thursday or Friday nights. Now, we thought, and we talked about this, that the Big 12 might go heavy on midweek games. That ESPN and Fox may say to the Big 12, hey, can you guys play on Thursday? Let's go up. There's there's only the NFL, and I say only, but it's the NFL on Amazon Prime. So let's just roll this thing. Let's see what we can do. And you know what? Let the chips fall where they may. Why not? Let's do a Thursday night game every week and see what happens in conference play. They're not doing that. Now, I don't know if that's because it was too late in the decision-making process to go back and redo the whole schedule. I don't know. I mean, this schedule is put together by people along with computers. It's a lot of heavy lifting. It's not easy, especially when you're trying to mitigate travel as much as you can. But I thought we were going to get more midweek games. Now, I don't, I don't love the midweek game. Saturday to me is for college football. I don't know about you guys, but that's the college football day for me. I don't mind going up on Thursday, though. If the Big 12's future is going to be some Thursday night games or let's say a weekly Thursday night game, I'm okay with that. I don't want to mess with Friday. I know Oklahoma State and Kansas State played their Friday night game last year, and it was a huge success. When you look back on the ratings and the viewership numbers, it I mean, it was a monster number for two teams that, listen, yes, they're Big 12 teams. They're not your traditional blue bloods or anything like that. They did a great number last year on that early conference game on a Friday night. So I wondered if the Big 12 is going to look at that and say, man, we got to do more of that. There will be a couple of Friday games. You know, there were a couple of games that were on the schedule that they put as Friday or Thursday or Friday or Thursday, Friday or Saturday. We're still not sure of that yet. Some of those things have to be worked out, but there were not nearly as many as I expected. There's a potential of up to 13 games to be played on days other than Saturday. Four of those are in week one, by the way. Two of them are in week 14, which is, of course, you know, the the final week of the regular season. So you can work your way through that um, as we usually get some Friday games the last week of the regular season. That's just how it goes. But not as many as I would have expected. So I don't know if that's a sign of things to come or not come, but uh, we'll have to monitor that and see how it plays out. Of course, you can always hit us up on the show on YouTube and on uh, Facebook Live as well. 
Adam writes here that Baylor is screwed. Well, listen, Baylor was screwed no matter what. I didn't have to see the schedule to tell you Baylor was going to be in some trouble. Now, I know Dave Aranda's hitting the transfer portal pretty hard, but you look at this Baylor schedule, they open up conference play at Colorado, they host BYU, they go to Iowa State. And frankly, that's not a brutal stretch to open up the season. I'm not convinced Colorado is going to be any good, number one. And this is conference play. Yes, they play Utah in week two, but technically that's a non-con. So conference play at Colorado, winnable. Home to BYU, I think that's winnable. Travel to Iowa State, that's going to be tough. But hey, you get a little mojo going over the first few weeks of the season. You go to Ames, that could be a coin flip. At Texas Tech, and then you get Oklahoma State and TCU on your home turf back-to-back weeks. Can you pick off one of those? The stretch here at the end of the season may be the toughest. Go to Morgantown, always a tough road trip. Go to Houston, and then you host Kansas to end the regular season. I'm more concerned about the end. But no matter what, we knew that Baylor was going to have a tough go of it just because I'm not sure Baylor's any good, right? That's the thing. So when you go through these teams, let's say Arizona. Let's just just roll through some of this stuff for a second here. Arizona, at Kansas State, that's a Friday or a Saturday. I could see that being popped on a Friday night. That wouldn't shock me one bit. Manhattan, Kansas is a great college football scene. Friday night, Arizona, two teams that frankly could meet for a Big 12 championship at the end of the season. I could see that game being put on a Friday night. Then you're talking about at Utah, home to Texas Tech at BYU. Right now, that's the toughest opening slate in the Big 12 when you talk about the first four games. The Arizona Wildcats, three road games at K-State, at Utah, at BYU, home to Texas Tech. No thanks. Welcome to the Big 12, Arizona. That is tough sledding. Arizona State also starts on the road at Texas Tech. Then they got the bye. Kansas, Utah, at Cincinnati. I think Here's the thing. Like, I don't think Arizona State's going to be all that good. We'll wait and see, of course. But that right there, that screams out of the gates easily 0-3, maybe 0-4. Then they go to Stillwater. Then you've got UCF. I think UCF's going to find itself in Big 12 contention by the end of the season at K-State, home to BYU, and then wrap up the season at Arizona. I This is uh, just a gauntlet of a schedule, but there's also not a terrible team. Like, I don't think Cincinnati's great. I don't think Baylor's great. Um, you know, I have questions, of course, about Houston and where they're going to be, but there's not that bot. There's not that Vanderbilt. There's not that Rutgers in this league. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I don't see it right now. We've talked about Baylor. BYU, of course, you look at their schedule. They've got K-State at home, at Baylor, quick bye week, Arizona, Oklahoma State, at UCF. I, you know, From there, you're looking at this thing if you're a BYU fan, and you're like, where's my break? Your break might be Baylor, but even then, you got to go on the road to Waco to make it happen. Arizona State at the end of the season might be a bit of a breather, but you got to go to UCF, long road trip, good team. You got to welcome in. Arizona or Oklahoma State. That's a Friday or Saturday night as well. And by the way, 
That's now two games for Oklahoma State. Excuse me, not Oklahoma State. That could end up on a Friday. BYU, Oklahoma State, I could very much see that ending up on a Friday night. There's no doubt in my mind that has Friday night potentially written all over it. And um, good point on YouTube. Friction writes here, Friday is that successful this year. The Big 12 Friday night needs to be a thing. Eyeballs matter. I agree. I hate it because I'm a high school football guy. But I understand if Friday night football works for the Big 12, it is going to be uh, something that goes on for the foreseeable future. Meantime, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, let's um, let's jump to uh, some of the other things that stood out to me. Some of you are saying you love Oklahoma State's schedule. So Oklahoma State opens up conference play hosting Utah. Then they go to Kansas State. Then they host West Virginia. I mean, it's a fun schedule. That's a great home slate if you are a Cowboys season ticket holder. It's also brutal. I mean, let's just call it like it is. Utah, Kansas State, West Virginia, Three teams that believe they will be playing for a Big 12 title. Oklahoma State has them right out of the gates. Then they got a bye week. Then they got to go to BYU. Then they got to go to Baylor. Maybe that's a softer part of the schedule. Host Arizona State at TCU. That's their lightest part between those bye weeks. Bye week followed by Texas Tech and Colorado on the road. But that's tough for Cowboys fans because their last home game is November 2nd against Arizona State. Then it's road game, bye week. Uh, That Texas Tech game, actually, I think is home. They just don't have it properly colored on the Big 12 football schedule that I'm looking at here. And then they go to Colorado. So scratch that. I think they've got that. Let me see. Do they have that properly done on the Big 12 schedule? Do they have a mistake on the Big 12 football schedule, the official schedule that I'm looking at here? They might. Uh, I got to see if that that Texas Tech game against Oklahoma State is on the road or at home? Let me just see here real quick. Give me one sec. Uh, That's a home game. That's a home game. So they got it wrong in the schedule. They got it wrong. So that is, uh, that's tough sledding there. No doubt about it for Oklahoma State. Now, you know, I mentioned Joey McGuire. I like that Texas Tech schedule. Utah's got a tough go of it. West Virginia is a team that thinks it's going to be in the mix for a Big 12 title after their successful 2023. You know, they got Penn State to open up the season. I know it's a non-conference game, but man, that's right out of the gates, Penn State. Albany at Pitt and then conference play. Kansas at home, bye week. In Stillwater, home to Iowa State, home to Kansas State at Arizona. Look at that slate of four games for West Virginia between their bye weeks. That is brutal. Could be 4-0. It could be 0-4. At Oklahoma State, home to Iowa State, Kansas State at home, at Arizona. Then you get a bye week. You got Cincinnati on the road, Baylor and UCF at home, followed by Texas Tech on the road to wrap up the season. Man, I mean, West Virginia, do I think they're going to be in the mix? Yes. Do I think they're capable of being in the mix? Absolutely. But there are no favors whatsoever on that schedule for 
the West Virginia Mountaineers. There's no doubt about it. That is tough sledding. You know, Iowa State, if you want to find a schedule that's somewhat favorable in this league, I thought Iowa State got a very good draw. They open up at Houston, home to Baylor, two of the weaker teams in the league. Then they go to Morgantown, and they host UCF. Morgantown's tough, but still, uh, you know, that'll be a coin flip. They host UCF, same thing there. Another bye week that's well-timed in late October. They close out the season, home to Texas Tech, at Kansas, home to Cincinnati, at Utah, home to K-State. Their toughest stretch there is the last two games of the week, going to Utah in November and then hosting Kansas State to wrap up the season. That is uh, that is not going to be a welcomed last couple of games for Matt Campbell's team if they're stumbling down the stretch. And last but certainly not least here, let me just spend some time on Colorado. Find me four wins on the schedule. I don't know. Can you find them? I'm not convinced you can. Colorado's got North Dakota State, very good FCS program to open up. At Nebraska, they're going to want revenge. At Colorado State, they almost beat them last year. Then it's home to Baylor, winnable, sure, but coin flip maybe. At UCF, tough road trip. UCF's going to be in contention. Home to K-State. At Arizona, home to Cincinnati. Maybe Cincinnati's a coin flip game as well. At Texas Tech, home to Utah. At Kansas, home to Oklahoma State on a Friday. Find me four wins you feel really good about on that schedule for Colorado. You want to give me North Dakota State, Colorado State, Baylor, Cincinnati? And even those I'm not convinced on, but you can convince me of them if you want to. Colorado's football schedule is not easy. And if Deion Sanders doesn't get this thing going in the right direction, Four and eight last year, they might be looking at three and nine this year if things don't break their way. You get a bad bounce here or there. It's not impossible. I know we're caught up in the hype of Dion, and I want to see Dion Sanders do well. I think that's good for the Big 12 if Dion Sanders does really well. It's good for the brand of Colorado, it's good for the Dion brand, the Prime brand, and it's good for the Big 12 brand. But I'm having a tough time finding it. And what's interesting is I thought they might be put in a couple of midweek games because it is Dion and because it is Colorado. But all they've got is the final game of the regular season, Oklahoma State, on a Friday. That's it. I mean, outside of that, they're on Saturdays, which tells me maybe they realize the hype for Colorado isn't going to be there like maybe we thought it was going to be in the middle of last season. It's entirely possible. So I... I'm I'm looking at this thing saying Colorado may be on Friday night, last week of the regular season, and you know, they're either gonna be three and nine or four and eight when all is said and done. It's crazy, but I don't think it's impossible. When you look at Colorado, I'm not convinced they're gonna improve that record at all this season. So uh, those are some of your big takeaways from the Big 12 football schedule. We've got a lot of written content that's going to be coming out as well. It's already up on the site at heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm Pete Mundo. Thank you for being here. Subscribe on YouTube. Hit the five-star on the podcast. Leave us a review. It'll take you 20 seconds to leave that review on the podcast. And as always, join our free 
Heartland College Sports Message Boards. I'm going on there right now when I wrap up this video to interact with our loyal Big 12 fans who are there interacting with us every single day. Thank you, guys. Enjoy it. Have a great rest of your day. Football schedule is out. Enjoy the hoops. And we'll be back here in a couple of days on heartlandcollegesports.com. Take care.